everybody and welcome back to second thoughts podcast what's up what's up i'm pia and i'm paula welcome back wow look at us getting that right we literally looked at each other right now he's like oh we forgot to do that okay anyways (laughs) (laughs) we're getting there we're we're getting there guys um okay what's been going on i just had a photo shoot recently when was that two days ago with a hotel which is really fun i haven't actually had a full day photo shoot like that probably pre since pre-covid i feel like the last one you did was diva curl aussie like one yeah, of those like it, random it was, new york ones honestly they were all relatively around the same time it was literally right before covid when i was doing 2019 yeah when i was doing actual shoots and yeah this was the first wow. full day shoot that i had since then um we had a photographer and these two girls rose and amanda and then me and Megan were the models for this shoot that we just had. We just had such a good time. They were all so cool. We just took a bunch of different lifestyle photos around the property. And we took some really cool photos afterwards, just like personal photos, which was really fun. So we had five different outfit changes. And we had one in the lounge area. We had a shoot in an actual apartment model I sent pictures to the Fab Five group chat of the rooms and just the outside area. We had a shoot in the fitness center and then in the pool area. Mm-hmm. And they built it uh, with a Japanese architecture type vibe in mind. It was yeah, it, it was so, good. so beautiful. Um, wow. But yeah, th- that was a lot of fun. And the property was just so nice to chill around people. The people that lived there, there were some residents that were just like watching us take pictures outside yeah. and like going in the gym and stuff. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I did not do anything nearly as exciting, I don't think. Um, still hustling at work. Pia hears me. Um, mm-hmm. Over the past weekend, I did go to a winery and hung out with some of my girlfriends and then we went out. And then this past Sunday, Sophia and I had our softball game. We lost. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Like we were talking about it and Sophia has played softball in high school and I never have uh, touched a softball in my life. But until. Paul is actually pretty good. For wow. someone who's never played before. You just admitted that to thousands of people. Yeah. And I'll hold that against you forever. But yeah, I'm like bad, but I don't know. All I do is catch and get hit by a ball. <laughs> the first, did we even mention this? The first game, uh-huh. Paula got like wrecked with a <laughs> softball from out the outfield. So yeah. uh, mind you guys, this is Paula's first ever softball game ever, right? And one of the guys who was in the outfield Mm -hmm. someone was running home and paula was catcher right so everyone was like throw home throw home and i'm just thinking um (laughs) do you guys see who's catching at home (laughs) and the ball was in the outfield and this guy literally gunned it to home just not even caring at all that paula never really played and then all i hear is ow and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) yeah i had bruises to show for it but you know what i wore it with pride and it honestly did not hurt as bad as it looked um but yeah we lost again and it was fine and then we had a little we had a few people come over to our apartment we did a little sunday night football Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm i'm like thinking back and nothing nothing major happening not e- there's nothing even major like going to happen either that I can't even like preface or allude to. Yeah. Like Halloween is coming, but everyone knows I hate Halloween because I hate dressing up. Like it, there's so much added stress to Halloween. It's just like Christmas. Like there's too much planning involved in everything. Uh, guys, the holidays are rolling in fast. And yeah. you just got to start thinking about gifts our brother's birthday is coming up. Our yep. mom's birthday is coming up. Did you get him up. something? I was just probably going to get him a goat gift card or something to get oh, shoes. Oh, to shoes. Because I'm not going to, cho- I'm, God forbid I choose shoes that he doesn't like, guys. Um, No. <laughs> so like money down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually got him uh, snowboarding boots. Mm. Um, That shit costs a pretty penny. I was like, dang. <laughs> but you know what? He's turning 18. He's yeah, becoming he's a man. Legal. It's kind of a, kind of a big legal. age. So I was like, you know what? Like, let me let me be nice. Let me treat him to something nice. Um, yeah. Oh, 
I did want to clarify something. So in our last episode, we talked about hypothetical situations. I just needed to come here on the record. I have an amendment, guys. Jordan does not like Megan Fox. Like Megan Fox isn't his hall pass. And he wanted me to tell everyone that his hall pass was actually Jessica Alba. (laughs) As per Jordan, Megan Fox is not his hall pass. Yes. I don't know why he felt compelled to me for me to tell everyone this. <laughs> I think maybe it's a judgment of his character. I don't I don't know. But I, you know, part of me is like, you know, Megan Fox is hot. Like I would I really would have believed that, mm-hmm. especially because that was the age of like Transformers and yeah, like for sure all that stuff. But like Jessica Alba is a solid choice. Like I'm kind of like Jessica Alba. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. And then I also had a hypothetical that someone actually sent me after they listened to our episode. And it was, Pia, it was so good. Did I send it to you? No. I don't think so. Okay. If we were part of the Avengers Endgame Mm -hmm. and I disappeared during the blip and in those five years you had a wife or like a partner that you fell in love with. Mm-hmm. have kids with you do love them but i was the love of your life mm-hmm. and then i came back would you pick me <laughs> over your partner no <laughs> <laughs> really like that was a pretty fast answer i thought you'd like consider it at least well i already have i already have like a partner and kids right yeah but like, and I love this person, but yeah. you are the love of my life. You would, yeah. ju- you would just be like the, one the that love got of away. your life disappeared. Oh, wow. You just let them slip through your fingers. Just well, like that. I mean, you know, I wouldn't want to abandon the people that I created a life with. And I feel like if you were the love of my life, you'd understand. Period. Okay. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> no, I, my, I answered the same. Like when I first got this question, I was like, dang, like, And I'm someone who like reads a lot of romances. So I'm a sucker for like, oh, like unrequited love, like everyone, everyone has one love or whatever, even though I don't believe that you only have one love. One true love. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in this situation, you know, God forbid I'm ever in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. I definitely wouldn't leave the person that I've built a life with regardless of if the person who came back was the one. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's where the notion, the one that got away. Yeah. You know, you always have, I think you always have love for them, but when it comes down to feeling more logically and more just about the kids as well. Yeah. You're just going to have to find someone else. It's also, it brings back this point, right? That like, you choose love at the same time. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a lot of instances. We've never talked about this in a podcast. And I, I would be actually curious to we see this do, like, in an is episode. Is love a choice or yes, a feeling? Exactly. Mm, there we go. Because I think, I, what, what would you say? I think love's. You know what? <laughs> no, we're not going to get into it. You guys okay, are going to have well, to listen to uh, that episode to find out what we think. I'm going to edit what Paula just said out. You're going to bleep it? Yeah. I'm going to okay. bleep it out. So you don't know what she said. You're going to have to listen to that episode. And I think that would actually be a really good episode because to be honest, no matter what either one of us say, I think there are good points to each. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially because I think that my heart wants something different from my head. If that oh, yeah. Sense. That's fr- yeah. So exactly. like it, it like pulls you. Okay. I don't want to like go We're into not going to get into it. I think that'd be a really good episode for us to film. Yeah. So anyways. Let's get on to today's topic of conversation. So today, Pia and I thought it would be a great idea to talk about self-improvement. I love this topic. This is for Pia. Like this yeah. is this is her alley. Yeah. Guys, if you follow me on my Instagram or my YouTube, honestly, you guys would probably know that I love posting quotes of what I'm reading, posting things about self-development, just, you know positive Mm well-being i genuinely have loved reading and just learning more about self-reflection and i think it's something that 
is so important and it's something that everyone needs mm-hmm. to practice obviously some more than others like i read my self-improvement book every morning do you read, read the same one no it's so this one that i'm reading is called 101 essays that will change the way you think by brianna west S- when i tell you this book is literally therapy in a book the book is not linear like you can open to any essay in any passage and then read it um but it's all different mm. so i just read one or two passages every day and then i journal but Guys, that is a really good book. If you guys are looking for a good self-development book, this one is probably one of my favorite ones that I've ever read. And I've read a lot of self-development books because yeah. <laughs> um, I, I need help. But um, <laughs> yeah, this one has to be one of my favorite ones. It's so insightful. And I always post about it on my stories. So you guys, if you guys watch my stories, you guys probably know that. But yeah. yeah. Well, it's just, it's innate, right? Like we want to always be better. At least I'm going to assume that humanity is always striving to be a better version of themselves Mm -hmm. and I'm a firm believer that everyone can always be better because Mm -hmm. no one is perfect Mm -hmm. you know and I think the only way that you can be better is if you actually like self-reflect and ask yourself you know who am I what do I want to be what am I doing that is achieving this goal or what am I doing that is hindering me from achieving this goal yeah and I know I I do a lot of like self-reflection, especially like at work because I'm trying to be a manager. I'm also trying to be like a well-rounded like employee, I guess. And so I'm always like asking for feedback, always like thinking, okay, like what could I have done better? But I know that I need to also self-reflect in just my personal life. (laughs) I think lately I've just been feeling kind of like I don't feel great. Yeah. So like what's happening, mm-hmm. right? Like I feel like I've talked about this, like alluding to it in like past episodes and yeah. like we've had conversations about it where I'm just like, mm, I need to work on some stuff. Yeah, I think even if you don't know what you need to work on, you will feel it when something's off. Because mm-hmm. I think life is just a mirror of what you need to work on. And I think that's the beauty about self-reflection and self-improvement is that there's always something to learn and you're constantly growing you're constantly changing there's never not going to be a time where you need to Mm self-reflect because if you don't you're gonna stay stagnant and you're not gonna improve you know yeah i think it's really good to self-reflect for like three reasons right i think it's the key to self-awareness and it lets you look at yourself neutrally Mm -hmm. right like you're looking at yourself and thinking about your thoughts your feelings and emotions and your actions and like you're you're being conscious about how you interpret yourself I guess Mm -hmm. and then I also think that it allows you to gain perspective because you're taking this time to really understand your motivations and your actions and what it is that you want right like Mm -hmm. self-reflecting can mean like looking inwards towards everything like not only mentally but like physically um socially etc 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 and then i also think that it helps you be more like likable i know like we're a podcast that's like ah who cares what other people think but like when you self-reflect you begin to understand what other people see you as Mm -hmm. so it not only helps you but it also helps you understand others yeah i mean i believe that everything in life is about perspective Mm -hmm. someone else could literally see something as hateful and you could see it as wow inspiring you know and it's all about perspective Mm -hmm. and i think that's why it's so important to self-reflect because there is not one thing in your life if it's in your life there is something to be learned from it yeah and that's why the beauty of perspective i think everything in your life is about perspective there's i don't think there's anything really that's good or bad or right or wrong i think those are that's perspective like it is what it is right yeah there we label it as good or or as bad because that's how we perceive it my mind is blown no but that's true that's why i can't read self-help books (laughs) because it just opens like a vortex of like no one is ever really right no one is ever really wrong because who is to say you're wrong about something when there's a different perspective on it The most open-minded people are the ones that are most knowledgeable because they're open to learning new information and new perspectives on life. Wow. You know? Guys, she's not even reading that. These, like, self-help books... Trust me, they're ingrained in my mind. Yeah, they're, like, (laughs) tattooed in the back of her eyelids. (laughs) 
I, I read them when I go to sleep. <laughs> she dreams yeah. about him. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and your idea of like perspective, it like reminds me of one of my favorite quotes. It is that other people's opinions are not my reality. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that in another. In yeah. Probably a confidence. Long, one. long time like, ago. I've used that quote so much because again, like it's all about mindset perspective mm-hmm. and like, believing in yourself and believing in your opportunities and possibilities you know Mm -hmm. yeah so like how would you define your best self like if you had to say in a sentence think of it as like an affirmation right you write affirmations all the time Mm -hmm. how would you write some an affirmation or like a, a quick one two sentence about your best self are you asking for an i am affirmation or just something that I'm telling myself. Whatever speaks to you in your perspective. I would say, do not let other people's demons define my happiness. Because I feel like I am the type to let other people's insecurities and other people's, I guess it's because I also work in social media, I let other people's opinions define myself. And then you have to think that what these people are talking about you or what they're saying about you, these negative things, are their problems, not mine. Mm-hmm. If I had to say my affirmation or like how I would define the best self that I want to be, it would be, and it's going to be an I am. I am doing my best and my best is good enough. You know me. So you know why that is like very relevant yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And and we'll, guys, don't worry. We're not hiding anything from you guys. We're, we're going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think part of self-reflection too is you know not only identifying what you are striving for but what it is that you need to work on for yourself exactly like what is it about yourself that you can identify is like xyz that you need to work on like for instance for me um some of the things that i know i want to work on for myself and genuinely i feel like this could be a lifelong battle Mm-hmm. I think you're you could always be working on these things. One is my anxiety, um, controlling things and overthinking. That is a really big thing that I tend to do a lot. I'm in my head more than I am in my life sometimes. And I just think about every single scenario and think the worst of it and mm-hmm. then self-sabotage. You know, I never would have pegged you like that because you don't talk about it. Ever. Yeah, because I'm in my head more than I'm in my life. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I see Pia like for two hours every day. <laughs> yeah, guys. And I and also maybe it's maybe it's my childhood trauma that I suppress everything. But um, I find the need to overthink everything and think of things in my head. But I don't like to express it as much because I don't want to feel like a burden. But I want to feel like I'm in control of something. But how can I do that when I can't when I don't want to talk about it? Right. Yeah. So there's my dilemma. <laughs> yeah i mean to other people you look like at least to me right like you're over here journaling reading yeah, why do you books. think i do that I, I don't know you seem like you have your life together to me <laughs> no that's the thing that wh- why i journal and why i read these books is because i'm always in my head and i need an mm. outlet i just feel more comfortable figuring out on my own yeah because it's if, if i have actual problems like tangible problems yeah. i will go to paula for help i will ask my dad i will ask but when it comes to just self-reflecting and about me and my internal issues i find that i figure things yeah. out better on my own you're right p will come to me about like everything her, else her, her, <laughs> her toilet not working meanwhile like i'll come to pia like i won't like i'll like address like i'm stressed at work and stuff but sophia doesn't really ever say anything about yeah you know (laughs) yeah no you're right you're right you're right does that make sense yeah i'm always paula's very very open and vocal about her emotions emotions. yes versus like you i'm not no (laughs) not at all but also even when i'm very upset or i'm anxious or i'm feeling this way i don't bring other people into it yeah you don't i don't i don't deal with it on my own i have been much better about noticing if something's going on with you yeah (laughs) and i'll say something yeah she's like are you going through something (laughs) she'll say no but i 
feel as if I'm always spot on. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Every time I ask you something is going on, you just never tell me. But mm -hmm. you'll tell me like a week later that, mm -hmm. yeah, or, I was going or, through something. Or we'll talk about... Uh, when we both agree on something when you and you're like oh i've been feeling kind of down lately and i'm like oh me too you know then <laughs> i bring myself into conversation with it yeah. but i don't ever want to burden someone with uh -huh. i'm feeling so sad today or i'm feeling this today but yeah yeah so those are just some of the things that i need to work on for myself and it's something that i deal with every day you know, and yeah. though that's that's fine. I, I think that's why we need to self-reflect and why we need to work on those. But what about you, Paula? For me, so I've been thinking about this a lot and I don't know why I'm just in the mood for self-reflection. I think I've been looking way too much at your stories and <laughs> some of those highlighted passages have been really resonating with me. Mm -hmm. But I'm at a point in my life where everything is fine. Mm -hmm. Everything's going fine. But that's just it. It's fine. Yeah. And I'm not someone who just sits around waiting for something to happen. And so I'm like proactively like some, the ball is going to drop somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to get ahead of it and like think through it. And mm -hmm. I don't know. So part of me just was thinking that I need to fix something. <laughs> and the only thing that I could think of was something's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah you look inward yeah i don't i don't know so i've been thinking about this a lot and i've mentioned it in a past episode as well but something that i have consciously been trying to work on is compassion for others i think sometimes i think i trick myself into believing something about <laughs> myself what do you mean like there are times when I'm like, oh, like I'm very compassionate. And then I'm thinking back and I'm like, my actions don't prove that I'm compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm telling myself, I'm like affirming all the things that I want to be. Mm -hmm. But that's just it. Like they're just words. And I'm, I don't think my actions meet up to my words. Yeah. And so I've, I've been very, very self-conscious about putting those thoughts and what you feel into action and yeah. putting them into reality. Yeah. I'm trying to be a more compassionate and understanding person or it's just my personality. Like I'm just a very like tough, hard headed, no bullshit person. And I, I tell Pia all the time, like I hate being friends with like weak people. Mm hmm. And that is terrible. That's not very compassionate. No, not at all. See, this is why I don't self-reflect people because it just puts me in a vortex, okay? Do you, do you, <laughs> like, I need to be more compassionate. I need to be more open and understanding that other people have their own perspectives and opinions. Yes. And people are just raised differently. They grew up differently. They yes. have different tendencies. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing with Paula and I. Me and her have talked about how, like for instance, as roommates, I feel like I'm very much more easygoing and more open to just whatever than Paula is. Paula's very particular, I think, mm -hmm. about certain things. And that's just how it is, you know? Sometimes it, people are just brought up differently. People right. just have different habits, different lifestyles. And you can't always completely shut them out. And I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where... I need to have more compassion. And I think it also extends into work. I've been getting into little like tiffs with some people at work. Nothing, nothing crazy. It's just like petty shit. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting annoyed by things and letting it get to me. When in reality, if I just showed a little compassion and maybe put myself in that other person's shoes, I, I wouldn't feel some type of way against that person. Yeah. So that's something that I'm trying to work on. Um, Anxiety is something that we talk about pretty vocally. I think part of just who I am is always forward thinking. So I stress about everything all the time. Hence why I would just rather know everything that's going to happen for the rest of my life in that hypothetical. In that hypothetical. Listen to our last episode, plug, 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 plug. <laughs> but that's something I'm trying to work on is just going with the flow, letting things happen and being more flexible about stuff if mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah 
I think I'm just very like particular. Yeah. You, I mean, you didn't, you literally just mentioned that, but mm-hmm. I'm particular in many specific areas. And then in other areas, I'm not particular at all. Yeah. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird how our mind works, right? And how our mind prioritizes different things. Yeah, those are the few things that I think, at least few that I'm prioritizing that I definitely need to work on. There's also (laughs) anger, impulse control, you know. To name a few. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's not that bad. So they're like at the end. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone who is looking to self-reflect for the first time? Or just even wants to start that journey? Because... I have never picked up a self-help book in my entire life, but I need to, I think. I'm at a point where I have run out of things to tell myself (laughs) and my advice is not helping me. Yeah, and that's the thing with self-help books and they're all so different. Um, It's because they all have different ways of telling you how to see yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing with self-help that I really enjoy is that they have all these different perspectives and all these different ways to teach you how to think about life and there's not one particular way to think about it and i think that's why it opens you up to different perspectives because Mm -hmm. when certain things happen to you you can think of them in so many different avenues and not just the one that you were ingrained in your head when you were a kid one thing that i was thinking about when you know bad things happen to your life it's the good teaches you well right Mm -hmm. but the bad things in your life teach you better so that's a good one yeah so literally everything in your life is meant to be learned from the good things Mm -hmm. and the bad things i think it speaks volumes about people who Mm self-reflect like obviously you are doing a lot more like research and stuff about self-reflecting i'm more like internal like always like trying to optimize myself for like marketing terms or whatever but the, I know that there are other people who are like, I'm freaking perfect. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't understand how they can go through life like that. Like they must be so either like tunnel vision or like super cocky, like that they're feeling that type of way. Mm-hmm. I think being in our 20s is the time that you're finding yourself. For you and me right now in our 20s, you and I have been doing a lot of growing up and mm-hmm. defining what we stand for, who we are, what our morals are. And maybe 30s is somewhere there too. But we're out of college. We're living on our own for the first time. We're expected to fend for ourselves. We're picking and we're enabled to do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. So we're building this person without the confines of a higher education or like college friends telling you who you're supposed to be your parents telling you who you're supposed to be your family members telling you you're supposed to be we live by ourselves and are choosing who we hang out with mm-hmm. what we do where we work we are constantly building ourselves yeah your 20s are your defining decade guys read that book oh yeah it's a really good book if you're in your 20s it might scare you a little bit paula because it's a it's a book really about questioning your life oh my and God. questioning your no but it really is a good book i i know i read the updated version the 2020 2020 version i think i refuse to read that book solely because <laughs> i feel as if if i read that book i would combust <laughs> i would quit my job i would move to japan i would break up with my boyfriend i would cut off all ties with all my friends and just be a hermit or something mm-hmm. like something crazy will happen to me or, and I, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. But <laughs> you brought something that I wanted to bring up earlier when you were talking about um, our past, you know, self and traumas and stuff. Something that I used to say all the time was that I peaked in high school or like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you know how when people used to say that. Yeah. And that's not true. Yeah. You I used to be- say that as a joke. Mm-hmm. And now I feel as if I put pigeonholed myself. <laughs> pigeonholed? Pigeon, pigeonheld? Pigeonholed? Yeah. But I, I feel like when you feel like you really are, if that was your your peak, you know, you knew nothing compared to yeah. what you knew now. Yeah. Everything that you are is are all the experiences you've had. Yeah. Right? And the more experiences you go through, the more heartbreaks you go through, the more anything you go through, like it, it's supposed to build you as a person. You learn from these things and you learn to 
figure out what is it that defines you as a person. Something that I do want to caveat and just say is that your best self today will never be as good as your best self tomorrow. The thing is with self-reflection is that you're always trying to be better. Mm -hmm. We are not perfect beings. We are always trying to be better. At least we should be trying to be better. We should always be trying to be better than who we were the day before, the day before that, a week before, Mm -hmm. you know? And we shouldn't feel as if, okay, I got to this point. This is my best because that's not true. Your best self and success is not about oh, what am I going to be in five years? What am I reaching for in five years? Your best self happens in every moment in your life from day to day, what you decide to do every single day that leads up to what you will be in five years. So these ha- these habits that you have every day, these small things that you think like you're just living life and going by with life, you need to live in the moment and with intention because these habits that you have every day are going to shape what your life is going to be like in five or 10 years. Yeah, I just think that, I mean, the topic of this episode, right, was building your best self. And that journey to who you're supposed to be is so different. I mean, just in our conversations, you and I had two very different perspectives on the things that we needed to work on, Mm -hmm. on what we would define as our best self. Just circling it back to how I said, I am doing my best and my best is good enough for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that is really important, unique to me because I'm so consumed about making sure I don't fail in the eyes of others. Mm -hmm. And it's that second part, right? Where I don't, where I'm like trying to find my best self through the perspective of others, through Mm -hmm. the opinions of others that I need to work on. That's where you need my affirmation. Do not let other people's demons define you because everyone is going through their own thing. It's a reflection of who they are. What they're giving out is a reflection of who they are. You know, if someone is being a negative Nancy and they're going to project, Mm -hmm. they're going to project their insecurities and stuff on you. And it's your responsibility to be able to navigate through issues like that. Yeah. Something else that I wanted to talk about, too, is not getting bogged down in you know, negative things that happen to you, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, this comes to mind to me because I have a really good friend who is, you know, this is, this is a very like pointed example, but is trying to pass an exam and they are doing everything in their power to pass it. They just haven't really gotten there yet. And I can tell that it's eating them up inside because they think that they're not good enough. Mm -hmm. that they are not their best self, right? Because their best self would be someone who is passing right away, who, you know, has no trouble, doesn't have to put in all this effort because they can do it. Like, but in my head, she is her best self because she Mm -hmm. is consistently putting in the work to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, she is the best that she can be right now. And she knows that she can be better. And that's why in my head, you need to put in the time and effort to consistently strive for this best self, this best version of yourself, because only you can do it for yourself, if that makes sense. And then comparing yourself to other people is already just a bad thing anyway, you know, because you're not only as good as you are better than somebody else. Everyone is at their own time. Everyone is at their own journey. Mm -hmm. And you can't let other people's lifeline or whatever they plan on doing with their life question yours. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're just in a world where we're so connected with one another that it's hard to separate your reality from someone else's reality and to stop yourself from comparing yourself, Mm -hmm. basically, to other people because they're right in front of you you could see them and then you create your own perspective of who, th- who they are. Again, perspective is tricky because we see these people on like social media and how we think they're living their best life. They're so confident, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the truth. You literally explained it to me. I <laughs> thought you had your life together. And yeah, you're over I'm here. Not, like, I don't at all. Yeah. yeah. Guys, that is the truth. I thought to myself, Nap, he has it all together. Compared myself to her. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Yeah. And comparing my situation or my mindset to her mindset versus, oh, I don't have my life together and Pia does, or at least she thinks she does, did nothing to help me at all. Mm-hmm. How is that comparison helping me build my best self? And it's not. And then you, you, when you look at it through my perspective, I don't have everything together at all. To me, I think you have your life together. <laughs> because the thing with my life is that it's very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next week or next month or what my job is going to be like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right? And to me, it may look like I have my life together because maybe I'm financially okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I long for stability and that you have. I long for passion. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) So as you guys can see, even from from this example, I hope this shows you that everything really is about perspective, how you see things. And, you know, being grateful for the little things is the root of abundance. You know, you just mentioned the word abundance. And I need everyone to look up the abundance mindset. We talked about this in our episode with JC Marie Smith. Mm -hmm. And man, did she just really blow me away with that mindset and i have not thought about that since Mm -hmm. so shamelessly i'm not going to mention what it means because you guys have to go listen listen to to our episode episode. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know something that i wanted to also do in this podcast and at least this episode is talk about a few areas where we can kind of self-reflect or at least where you guys can self-reflect so i read a few passages about six different areas that you can self-reflect and there's a question tied to each one of them and i want you guys to do some self-reflecting you know a little homework that's very different for us yeah so here when paula reads to you each question pause the the podcast episode reflect a little bit think about it and then hit play and then she'll read the next one yeah okay so i don't know this might be you guys might think this is so stupid might skip this but whatever okay (laughs) so the first area is mind do you feel clear-headed, engaged, and intellectually challenged? Number two, body. Does your body feel healthy, nourished, and strong? Number three, soul. Do you feel at peace and connected to the world around you? Number four, work. Do you feel interested in and fulfilled by your work? Number five, play. Do you feel joyful? Are you engaging in activities that bring you joy? Number six, love. Do you feel positive about the relationships in your life? Yeah, so I just read that somewhere. And I actually took some time when I first read it to really think about it. Mm-hmm. Have in, in the 50 self-help books that you've read, what do you think about these six areas of self-reflection? I think they're good. You everyone needs to practice self-reflection every day i think because every day is a new challenge and every day is something different because you are not who you were yesterday right so you need to reflect on these things even if you feel like you and and the thing with self-reflection i don't want people to confuse self-reflection with finding solutions it's not about that yes we should have prefaced that a while ago (laughs) yeah it's not about finding a solution you know you'll you'll get there eventually by by the way you're thinking and by the way that you're you know self-reflecting but it's not about okay i have to think about this right now and i need to think about a solution no you sit there and question yourself you ask these questions about yourself well do i feel interested in the work that i'm doing why do i not feel that way Mm -hmm. what is it that will give me more fulfillment in life then you start thinking oh maybe this will give me more fulfillment then you start thinking okay well i can't leave my job so how can i make my job more fulfilling for me or if i can't do anything in my job that makes me more fulfilling how can i after the end of my shift how can i reward myself to make my life more exciting more purposeful so you see how it kind of just snowballs into yeah way into solutions but it's about questioning yourself and that's what self-reflection is about i love what you said because to me it just builds up on this thing that we're talking about is that you just shouldn't be complacent. Exactly. Why should you keep being unhappy because of something? 
Yeah. That, that whole work thing. For a whole year. <laughs> I was so unhappy. And there was nothing that I was doing because I was not self-reflecting in the way that I should have. That's where the saying goes. Anything that persists in your life does so because you are feeding it. Yeah. Like we said, building your best self enables you to feel content with who you are and what you're doing. And that feeds into your happiness. And happiness can be found when you're happy with yourself, if that makes sense. Exactly. Kind of like a circular. I don't even know where that went, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I feel it in my soul that that made sense. No. Yeah. Like you have to take on the responsibility to continuously work on yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. We're too busy worrying about ourselves to worry about other people. Oh yeah. Trust me guys. Worry about what, yourself first, man. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. If you think people care about you more than you, they care about themselves, you are so wrong. Yeah. Anyways, we talked about a little bit of a few books that you've read, but if you had to pick the top three books, for people to read who want to go into self-help, what would they be? My first one would have to be 101 Essays That Change the Way You Think. Second one would have to be The Defining Decade if you're in your 20s or even if you're just going into your 20s. Mm-hmm. That one's a really good book. really makes you question your life and your choices. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Girl, Wash Your Face. I'm trying to think of books that I've read and dead ass. The only thing that comes to mind is like Chicken Noodle Soup or... the the noodle soup series or whatever Uh when we were younger do you remember those were they called chicken noodle soup or whatever i don't know i'm literally gonna look it up right now guys (laughs) chicken noodle soup for the teenage soul yeah guys don't listen to me (laughs) and then the other one that i read which really just got me into therapy and talking to other people is again i'm not the best um I'm not qualified to recommend because I deadass just said chicken noodle soup for (laughs) the teenage soul. But I did think this was a very well-written book about just seeking help and um, self-reflection. And just, I think starting that conversation with yourself is maybe you should talk to someone by Lori Gottlieb. Is that the one with the tissue box? Yes. Mm. That's probably my recommendations. And damn, we unpacked a lot in this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of self-reflection for ourselves as well. In this I, well, I mean, that is literally the premise of our podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. Second Thoughts is literally all about self-reflection and looking back and thinking to yourself, what could you have done better or what could you have done to improve yourself or what did you learn from a past scenario? Mm-hmm. Having a second thought about, hmm, maybe I am the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But if if there are any key takeaways that we think you guys should have from this conversation, it's just that you are always a work in progress and that you should never be complacent and that your journey to your best self is something that is unique to you. Yeah. And only you can figure that out for yourself. I'm sure people can help, but you're the one who's got to put in the work. You're the one who's got to have the hard hitting questions and the strength to ask them to yourself. I clearly have no strength because I will not read that book. <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say I think that book will end me. Yeah. I mean, some sometimes it's it's hard to accept the fact that Maybe. there are a lot of issues that we all have to work on. We're not, you know, we're not perfect. And I hope you guys don't feel alone in this journey of self-reflection and building your best self. Because Sophie and I have so many issues. <laughs> yeah, guys. Sophia looks like she's got it together I don't on social media. I like fake it till I make it. That is who I am. <laughs> so everyone thinks that I have my life together. And then you catch me on this podcast and I'm like, I'm spiraling. Yeah. Know that you're not alone and that everyone is on this journey. Mind you, everyone's on their own path. Mm-hmm. But everyone is doing something or should be doing something to better themselves. Mm-hmm. And some paths might be easier than others. But at the end of the day, only you can reap your own rewards because only you're being impacted. Exactly. All right. So let's move on to our thought of the day. So for those of you who are living under a rock and don't know what thought of the day is, it is our weekly question or call in um, from one of you guys. And it's where we can incorporate you guys into our episodes. You can leave any question that you want answered. It could be about anything, everything. It could be about needing advice from boys, a past episode that you just wanted to talk about. 
And you can do so by calling us at 609-264-3006 and leaving us a voicemail. Or you can leave us an email at secondthoughtspod at gmail.com. Okay, so we have someone who sent us an email. Uh, I'm not going to say her name because I don't think she specified that she wanted it. But here we go. Hey, girlies. First off, I would like to say that I love you guys and I hope you girls are doing well. But anyways, I'm having some trouble with a friendship. So my best guy friend has a girlfriend that hates me when I literally just exist in his life. And my other good friends have been telling me to leave and stop being friends with him because he's just holding on to me and is changing because of his girlfriend. In reality, I really didn't want to lose him, but in a way I felt like I did because of her. So I told him that I need a break from him because his relationship with his girlfriend is affecting me when it literally shouldn't. So when I had that conversation with him, he was very sad and really didn't want me to leave. But I told him it was just a break time like I needed some space because I couldn't deal with the stuff the girlfriend was doing that would involve me. A lot of my other friends were happy when I finally let him go, but like I didn't exactly let him go. I'm taking more of a break from him. I honestly don't want to lose him as a friend and I hope that I am able to keep the friendship with him because there are good parts in our friendship. But my other friends only see the negative and think he is just a toxic person. So at this point, I do not know what to even do. Like, do I just wait and let time heal our friendship or just move on and cut him out of my life because others think I should for my own good? Well, I need to be more compassionate. (laughs) And... I'm saying that because I have been in this exact scenario, but on the other side, I was best friends with a girl and her boyfriend was changing her. So like, that's the only real difference. Um, I cut that bitch off. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm trying to look at it with a lens of compassion again, self reflection. Uh, (laughs) she doesn't know what to say i don't know what to say because i'm so stuck in my ways Mm -hmm. right my first instinct while reading that was okay if everyone is literally telling you that you're talk that that person is toxic are you the problem are you looking at him with rose-colored glasses Mm -hmm. should you self-reflect and ask yourself (laughs) have you self-reflected and asked yourself these questions yeah, I genuinely think like if you have a good circle of friends that are telling you this, are telling you these, you know, and, you know, I feel like we all end up in a position where we think very differently from our peers and the people around us. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's important, you know, I think this is what this whole episode is about is to self-reflect and ask your, yourself questions. Why do they feel that I need to cut this person off? Is it... And is this whole situation, is his friendship really that meaningful and that fulfilling for you? Mm-hmm. I was going to ask that. Because I-, I understand there is so much heartache and a lot of um, trouble in letting someone go. Someone you think that is meant to be in your life. Mm-hmm. But there's a time for everything and if things are meant to be in your life they will be if they're giving you a hard time and i just think everything that is meant to be in your life should be there effortlessly yes and if it's something that's really causing you this much trouble and your friends are even saying he's toxic i think it's good that you are taking a break i think that is a for good first step because maybe you this you can take this time to self-reflect and ask yeah. yourself, why are these people telling me these things? Why is this? And you don't want to be stuck in that situation where you're feeling like shit about yourself over a relationship that's not even yours. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's really cliche, but what's meant to be will be. <laughs> right? Yeah. I understand not wanting to go through that heartache of losing a friend. a friend. Yeah. That's yeah, like I've been there more times than I want to admit and each and every friendship that I've lost still is with me today I still feel bad about it that example that I told you about this girl who used to be my best friend and her boyfriend changed her in a way that didn't appeal to me anymore and that I couldn't stand being her friend anymore even though I made that decision myself to cut her off that was the most painful thing I've ever done but at the same time at that time where I felt as if it was unimaginable. I couldn't do it. I didn't want to. Putting myself through that experience of what life is like without that person gave me that perspective 
they did not bring any value to my life at this point and they are no longer bringing value into my life at this point. So why am I stressing over that? Mm -hmm. You know, why am I stressing over something that's causing me anxiety, that's causing me stress, that's is basically a burden to me right Mm -hmm. now. You know, the thing with these advice columns is we only get a piece of the context. But the way that I've read it is you've been friends with this person for a long time and change is scary but this person is changing without you, if that makes sense. And so are you going to let this person hold you back and make you continuously feel this way? Or are you going to put on your big girl pants and and move on? on, You know, some friendships are only there for a season. Yeah. Anyways, I hope that was helpful. Um, Hopefully that provided you a little bit of clarity. Sometimes people, your friends... And especially if they are really there for your best intentions, Mm -hmm. sometimes your friends see things clearer than you ever will. It's the rose-colored glasses analogy again. Mm -hmm. Are you looking at everything objectively or are you letting your emotions get to you? You got to ask yourself these questions. You know, you you have to have second thoughts thoughts about your life. (laughs) anyways we hope you guys had a great time listening to this episode a little deeper than our usual stuff but you know sometimes me and pia can really dig deep Mm -hmm. anyways thank you guys again for listening to us rant i hope we made at least some sense sometimes i feel like we just spew stuff yeah out of our mouths (laughs) we have no uh sometimes our train of thought train of thought just really is not linear (laughs) <laughs> so but we always get there in the end yeah. right <laughs> well, we that's why we throw in the key takeaways anyway <laughs> wrapping it up <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to another episode as always make sure you guys are following us on our socials at second thoughts pod on instagram so you guys can keep up with everything that we're doing we also post prompts there so that you guys can engage with us on topics that you know we're thinking about um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this week we will catch you guys next thursday <laughs>